<laughs> what is going on over there? Are you watching the highlights right now? Hold up. 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 Because we're about to go off real quick. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Kobe's doing work. Too far on my shirt. I'm the greatest on the first. Going for the fourth place. It wasn't first. Gotta get the gleam. Do it for Kareem. What y'all know about my son Kobe? Because it's episode 24, bitches. Let's go. What's going on, guys? We are here with um, episode 24, as you heard. The uh, Kobe doing work. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's me, John. I got a uh, big new Mr. Miles over there. You know the vibes. Um, and then we got uh, Miss CBS Sports himself, Justin. Ah, uh, you already know. Winking at the eyeballs. Winking at the eyeballs. You have to explain the, the, uh, that one to us, Justin. Yeah, that CBS, because CBS's oh, logo oh, is yeah. the eye, is an eye. So. Oh, so like, so so you keep one eye open, like CBS. Yep, pretty much. Nice. Yeah, that would have been better. Now, yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a lyricist. That's why I have you guys for it. No, no, no. That was uh that 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 was Jay Z on Can I Live? I know, you know, I gotta I gotta school y'all <laughs> real quick. So I, I I gotta I gotta provide my work cited. Oh yeah, ESPN don't sue us. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> Stephen A, I love you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's just uh, oh, oh, also, sorry, boy. I don't know if uh, any guys listening don't uh, listen to the whole things, but we did be having moments in the intros and the outros, so I really hope y'all actually listen. Yeah, but uh, real fun, anyway, let's uh, what, what do we got uh, today? Let's let's get into it. What yeah, matter of fact, what we what we doing first? What we doing first? Well, I mean, last week we start we started with baseball, so I think we could start with baseball again real quick. Um, yeah, let's, let's just put this issue to bed. Yeah, facts. Well, the Astros is cheaters, and more people got fired. Basically, um, so so first first and foremost, before I even talk about fire the firing shit, and the MLB already said they're not going to investigate it, but th- this whole shit that I seen with um Altuve not wanting to get his jersey ripped off, bro, it's just at this point, it's just like. Kind of what I was saying last week. How do you not implicate the players? It, it, it's like it's obvious. Like like, come on, yo. And then the whole thing with Carlos Beltran and his and his niece, like posting whatever on um on Twitter and then deleting her account. Like it's all just too too funny money for me, man. But um, anyhow, well actually not. But not Justin was about to comment, so let me uh. You know, it's mad sus. I think I think with the the niece thing, I think they 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 debunked that. I think it was just some. I think the because the family came out and said that wasn't the niece. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But who knows okay. what to believe in these days? I think so. I think the so there's no there's no Jersey buzzer. Oh, but it was no. The consensus is that I think the thought process is that it's somebody that knows information 
Mm-hmm. But that might be like a former player, former executive, but it's just using a burner account. Ah, I uh, see, like KD. Yeah. Yes. So this is our version of uh they're they're our version of Deep Throat. Um that's a history lesson for you guys. Look it up. It's not perverted. Um Wow. But yeah. I mean it's Hello? Uh, what? The only thing when you say deep throat is uh pretty perverted, or it's uh the what was her name? Something lovely story? Oh, it was the dude it, it was the dude that uh the Wernstein and uh Bert uh Woodward and Bernstein, he was the one that gave them the information on the, uh, I, was it the Watergate or the, yeah, I think it was like the Watergate stuff. And they called it Deep Throat? Guy went by the code name of Deep Throat. Wow, that is Mind you, this is like the, 19, this is the another... 1970s or whatever, so yeah. they, didn't, they didn't have AO yet. I don't think it was created yet. We <laughs> <laughs> didn't create that vernacular yet. I'm going to have to fact check that. And we gonna have to get back to y'all next week. Right. We gonna put it in the in the in the description below for any errors, y'all. All right, because I just know Amanda Seyfried played like the original one of the OG porn stars in uh, Linda Lovelace in a movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, was, yeah. but uh, free. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, as I was saying, no, like <laughs> what, what Miles was saying, it's mad suspicious. Like you mean to tell me that you just hit a, a walk off home run and you don't want people to rip off your jersey and mind you there then came out pictures of Altuve having hit walk-offs previously having his jersey ripped off and on top of that he ran straight to the dugout while people were celebrating on the field and then came back out and mm. couldn't give a and couldn't give an excuse better than oh I'm just shy come on my guy and thus the plot thickens come on my guy <laughs> come on we're lying yeah, out Yo, that's a fact. Like, come, you could come up with a better lie than that. Yeah, we're not jacking it, bro. But you know what? My son was like, I left my legs in the car. Yep. (laughs) Could have, like, could have easily said, like, like uh, an excuse, like, oh, I want to save this jersey for, like, to auction it off later or something. I had to, I had to, (laughs) yep. Oh, no, I had to give my fish CPR. It was drowning. Like, so, like, like, geez, like, it's just, I don't know. And then, yeah, I mean, I think what the that Mets works. did, the Mets had to. I think the Mets really had to just cut ties with Beltran. Yeah. Even and even it, if it, it he didn't have sense, anything bro. to do with it, he just he's he's too hot right now. You know, it was a it was a it was a bad look. And honestly, the, the Mets would have never hired him had he been under investigation. Like you know, yeah, it it it, it just made it just made no sense. So I, I I honestly get it, man. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate for them, and now it's just like well. Who who are they gonna end up with? And um, also just uh, kind of related to what I was saying last week, where I was like, oh, postseason ban. I think I tweak it a bit and do postseason ban for every player who's on that team. I, I mean, that's the only way I could think. Like, it has to hit them. What about McCann? Ridiculous. And then McCann retire? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like, yeah. what happens? Like, so if guys are retired now or aren't in the how league, do you, like, what how do you, how, how, how do you how do you implicate them? I mean, I yeah, mean, it, 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 yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Once you retire, you got away with it already. But I mean, but they right. can still probably be coming back like in maybe like two or three years to right, be a bench so coach. Don't or allow them to come back. <laughs> I don't know. Ever or? Listen, you guys are asking for a lot right now. <laughs> All right? We're just trying to spitball ideas here, you know. I'm going, I'm going postseason ban for every player on that team. And I don't, I don't know what else. You got to do something else to the Astros. But, um, yeah, the MLB is in a strange place right now. Shout out to uh, Altuve um, making that guarantee just because uh, CC was able to make fun of it, and that meme was hilarious. But, uh, fuck him. 
They yeah, think man. he thinks they're going to the World Series without Garrett Cole. Huh. Huh. I, I just hate that the Yankees fell victim to two people, not even two people, but to two, two times. Twice. Yeah, bro. Like we could we could make the argument that we may have made it to the World Series in 17. And 18, we would have at least made it to, you know, the ALCS and this and then this past year. Who knows? We don't we really don't know what the situation is. But all we do know is that, you know, Next motherfuckers good for us. Oh, oh, that too. But yeah, motherfuckers had to get fired or 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 mutually part of ways. But, you know, Alex Cora, he going to get his bro. They saying that his his punishment is going to be unprecedented. So, yikes. to so, be honest, uh, y'all. Yeah. I, I, and and the fact that like. And I, and I had mentioned it to you guys previously. The fact that news cycles and sports media has really been talking about this for the past like week, and since since the punishment came out, and even like major uh, like sports shows like like First Things First, First Take, and uh, Undisputed have been really like heavily talking about it. This isn't really a commonality for like baseball to be this heavily discussed in January, while the NBA is in midseason and the NFL playoffs are going on. So. Don't take this for granted. This is actually a really big fucking deal that all of this is going. It's happening. Yeah, the fact that you you never hear news like baseball talked about in the news this much. Never. Like, uh, well, I mean, the only time you really hear about it is if there's a big for like last year. I think what around this time it was just to see where Machado and mm-hmm. Harper were gonna right, go. Harper. Yeah, and that was basically it. It's not like there was an everyday thing. It was just oh, you know, this week oh, Bryce Harper meets with this team or Manny Machado scheduled to meet with this team like it wasn't anything big like this but i have a question well i guess two things the i agree with the 17 the 2017 thing i think we were robbed there the only only reason i wouldn't say in 2018 is because the red sox that red sox team was that red sox team was crazy though i i, I said maybe like, i said maybe yeah and they clapped us at home um yeah. yeah so that's the only thing i would say and the second thing is if it wasn't the yankees right if the yankees weren't involved in this at all would it be I know it's gonna. It was gonna. It's gonna be big. Would it be as huge as a thing, like nationally? Well, first of all, Yankees. Yan- Yankees is the evil empire. So if Yankees were implicated, everybody would would be on top of it and calling Yankees cheaters and this, that, and the third. They already say we buy our players when that hasn't even really been the case for the past like ten years. But really, I, I think it's more so of. Um, I, I still don't think it would be as big of a deal as the Astros and the Red Sox because they both won World Series out of it. Yeah. You know, like, like I, I can't sit here and say, like, all right, if the Kansas City Royals was busted for sign stealing, yeah, it would be a big deal, but they still sucked while doing it. So, yeah, I know the I, know, I mean, like, sick, I mean, um, Super no, I'm, 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 I'm saying, like, if, like, so the Yankees were involved because obviously the, the Astros beat them, right? So let's say if we take the Yankees out of the equation, right? And yeah. let's say the Yankees weren't in the playoffs the last three years, and it was oh like the, the 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 Cleveland Indians or like the Tampa Bay Rays or something like that. Like, do you think the New York media has kind of driven this bigger than what it would have been if the Yankees weren't involved, or do you think it still have the same amount of steam? See, I think yeah, I, I think it would still have the same amount of, t- of steam because even though the Yankees, like the Yankees, are somewhat involved in this because it affected them directly. It's not even just like New York sports. It's not just something that you're hearing on WFAN. It's not anything that you that you're hearing on um, what you call it, just ESPN radio. Like you're seeing it on ESPN. You see it on FS1. Like they're all speaking about it, and this has been like uh, you you even see it on Twitter. John Boy uh was was the one that pointed out the whole Altuve thing. So I don't know. I mean, I think it's a fair point. I still think I still think it uh it would have been 
a really big deal because, like you said, they won the World Series. But I do think it being the Yankees and them beating the Yankees in those runs adds to it. Um, also because, I mean, the the first in 2017, the Yankees team was was good and came out of nowhere. Last year, the Yankees, last year, the Yankees team was really good. Um, especially with the Astros, you know, that's like our current real rivalry where it's like, uh, I, I think that added to it. But I do feel like because there were World Series involved, like if they were they were cheating and they just kept losing in the ALCS or something like that, I don't think it would as it would have been as big a news because we're like, oh, they, they cheated, but they still lost. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, okay, when you when you get the hardware, like it, it makes a difference because you got to think there's franchises like the Cubs who, you know, when they won, it was like the biggest deal in the world because it was the first time in X amount of years, you know? Yep. Also, uh, I just sent that uh, Dame Lillard chat to y'all. Yeah, I just yeah. seen it. I, I was, uh, I'm looking at it right now. That man he, is good. He's a bad boy. Uh, he's a bad man. Yeah. Also, um, did some uh, research, and uh, I can confirm that I was right about Deep Throat. Uh, he, it was the pseudo name given to the secret informant who provided information to Bob Woodward and Carl Bernstein in 1972 for the Watergate stuff. Watergate so, shout out JT for paying attention in uh, AP US history. Um, let's get this money. We can continue with the pod. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just uh, opened Facebook and just saw what uh, what how Andy Reid celebrated the AFC Championship. Did you guys see that? Yeah, the, the one in him coming into the locker room, or no? He said, "I had a cheeseburger and went to bed." <laughs> I love that guy. Oh, you can't not root for Andy Reid, man. Oh, yeah, man. man, that's a fact. Speaking of history, man, the Chiefs about to make some history. In two weeks, I'm calling it early. Pat Mahomes getting a ring yeah. year three. I need it yeah. for the culture. The, the the favorite to win to win game MVP right now is Mahomes plus one ten. Yeah, which is which is sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, the level that he's at right now, and now since they're not playing the Packers, I have no problem with Andy Reid getting his first one. Yeah, you know what's so funny that I that I saw the other day. Aaron Rodgers is one in three in NFC Championship games. I saw one that he's he's two and seven playing the Niners in the playoffs. Wow! Yeah, I didn't know that. It's that crazy. is insane. I will. That's too. Wow! Like, do you see other stats corresponding to those where it's like his defense in like the last like I think five elimination games or something like that where they lose have given up like oh like over thirty five points in each game. Yeah, they didn't play well. Yeah. That was that was of the two games like that shit was the most disappointing because I thought that was gonna be the one that is close you know I was looking I, forward to that one so much all for all of them to start getting smoked off rip just for me to stop and, watching at halftime and, and we and we watch and we watching full fullbacks and George Kittle fucking destroy everybody on the block and then making Raheem Mostert look like he's the second coming of Adrian Peterson shit's crazy no, that, that was, was that was quite a phrase that was great yeah that was, was. that was a good soundbite for me. Eight. Um, yeah, but uh, also, <laughs> at least uh, put some respect on my son. Kyle Gibson, all right, the full no, dude, the Niners. Bro, Kyle Gibson, Gibson. Yeah, 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 always known about you, child. OD, yeah, because he, he was tough on the Ravens, yeah, but bro. damn, yo, like, it's our, like, come bro, on, they're yo, really, like, they're, they're like the Cowboys offensive line, just the two of them right now, like right. the level of penetration, not penetration, but the they were the, the jump they were getting off the line was crazy because Morstead wasn't even getting touched till at least five yards past no, the line. it was on ridiculous. every play, bro. They like, made already at full speed, like a weak ass defense, like weak, super weak, you know. 
Packers Bro, had Juice was matching up with freaking Zadarius Smith. <laughs> like, it was like, all right, back to Ravens days. <laughs> Hashtag snubbed. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was a low blow. But yeah, still, you you know, you can't do that in one game and then, you know, you get in blown, blown up the next, man. It's, it's just, just don't go right together, man. Don't go right. Bro, I, so sad. I was really looking forward to that game, man. Because yeah, then but... I, I really wanted the Packers to make it just so either Aaron Rodgers can get one more so people could stop trying to slander him. And the slander was coming on the timeline. But also, like, you know, they it was a really well-balanced team, and it would have been nice to see, like, a flame-throwing Super Bowl. And, uh, I mean, it's still a chance. and But, you know, I, I, I don't see the Niners' offense um, keeping up. But, yeah, man. Okay. Uh, I mean, but here, shout out to the Titans, though. We've seen some crazy things out of the state. We didn't think the Titans was going to do anything in the playoffs, and they got past two games. So you never know in these playoffs. Who would have thought nah, that man. Jimmy Garoppolo would have only had to throw seventy-seven yards? Dude, he threw eight times. Yeah. And they had a, I think they in the broadcast they said it had been like an hour and like fifteen minutes between Jimmy Garoppolo passes from like halftime to like the fourth quarter. They just did not pass the ball. Bro, imagine sometimes you just don't need a conference championship and only having to throw the ball eight times. That's crazy. In good weather. I have a question. All right. All right. So the prevailing argument against Ryan Tannehill, like when everybody was like, oh, look at Tannehill, and people are like, whoa, whoa, easy. Of course, he's he only has to game manage because um he he has, you know, Derrick Henry. But I saw the stats of what Jimmy Garoppolo has had to do in the playoffs, and he hasn't had to throw that the ball that many times. I think he's only thrown like thirty times, if that. Yeah, so how come? Too. Yeah, but how come he was like credit? Like the Niners are credited for. Oh well, if, I mean, if you can't stop the run, obviously he's not going to throw. But in that same breath, it was a criticism against Tannehill, where it's like, oh well, he's all, of course he's relying on the run and Derrick Henry. Like how come it? I feel like the because people. All right, go ahead. You go first. Yeah. Uh, well, for first, for first off, nobody watches the Titans, hasn't watched the Titans all year. For most people, that most, I won't even say casual football fans, for most people that don't watch the, the football until the playoffs start, they probably would have thought Ryan Tannehill was starting for the for the Titans all year, and we're just assuming that Derrick Henry was just doing this. Um, what should call it? And I don't think they had any primetime games, like any Sunday night games, or even, and I, I'll have to actually look this up. But I don't think they had any Sunday or Monday night games throughout the entire season. I might Thursday be, uh, at like the beginning okay. of the season. Okay, yeah, they had a Thursday, but we, the four, the Forty ers were or Monday night, Thursday night, or Sunday night. Like every, it felt like every other week because they had two with the seat with the Seahawks alone, and then I think they had I think they had America's game of the week against the Packers. So they were featured all all this time. So people are more used to seeing the Forty ers too, if anything, in my opinion, and that is. The the Titans getting this good out of nowhere definitely was out of nowhere, especially the people that weren't watching them play. But sorry, John, you can continue. Um, yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Also, I feel like um the way people are looking at it might be just the fact that usually it's like uh, a group running thing with the uh the Niners, and then for the the Titans, it's just Derrick Henry doing Derrick Henry things. Yeah. But um, I I mean at least. At least, you know, we've been saying it. Like, I feel like, and at the same time, I still feel Kyle Shanahan's more valuable than Jimmy Garoppolo. That's a valid point. I mean, yeah. you, you honestly uh, can make that argument. Yeah, and I've said that before, where I was like, he's he still hasn't 
shown like that's what even on the Patriots, like you know he's he's been game managing shout out to him for being in the right situations and whatnot but um he's he's shown flashes but i'm still waiting for him to really impress me and i feel like the difference with it is that there's less of his career to analyze as opposed to the year like with Tannehill. so that's right. why it's like you know people are gonna just give more slender that way you know right no nah, most definitely like i mean i'm I, it's i i personally just think that like when it comes to Garoppolo, even though what I will say is that he has had games where he's shown out. Both times he played yeah. against the Cardinals, all right. But then again, when he played against the Saints, I was like, all right, he actually can th- th- throw the rock if they need him to. But the, the offense doesn't ever really require him to. He has to- he has more potential. And because he's younger than Tannehill, everyone's always like, all right. So he has a better chance of actualizing that potential. Yeah. But if you was watching the Titans the last four games of the season, Freaking Ryan Tannehill was going crazy. AJ Brown was looking like the best uh, r- rookie receiver. Yeah. So you know that's just that's just all all, all I all I think with that. I don't know. I think I just really think it's an exposure thing more so than you know mm-hmm. whether whether or not one is more of a game manager or relies on the on the run more than other, more than the other. All right, going um kind of along with the Titans. I had this thought yesterday. I think I tweeted about it, but um, I how how would you? I think that the Titans should draft Jalen Hurts. Okay. And what's, the, what's, the, what's the explanation behind it? Because the way it's looked with him, right, is it's one of those you got to cater the offense to him, do all the stuff. Right. I think that they keep Tannehill on a shorter deal. He's an older quarterback. And they can literally keep Jalen sitting, see if they like his development, and then Imagine pairing him with Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. And then if he develops well, then you have another juggernaut type offense going with young core pieces. You know, also it's like if it doesn't, it's a backup quarterback. You know what I mean? Right. I think mm-hmm. uh I think if I'm the Titans, that's what I do. You know you have you know you have a a current solution, a short term solution that's quarterback right now. And you know, what, what do you guys think? Um, I honestly, I think they're gonna give Tannehill the bag because the way that they 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 was they before before he came in, I think they were two and two and four or two and five mm-hmm. before before he, before they started. I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now. Actually, give me a second. Mm-hmm. They were two and three by the time Mariota got benched, and then after that, he won um six of the last nine games or however many whatever the math is. But they but he won six game seven games after that. And then wins two games in the playoffs. It's like, I don't know. I, I think he kind of he kind of earned the start starting role. So I don't know if they're gonna draft. No, same thing. But how long how long of a contract do you have him for? Even if you sign him to three or four years, you can get. Because how high do you think Jalen Hurts is gonna go? Yeah, I'll probably say he'll be out before the third round. It just depends on like which team needs a quarterback. Because for as oh, much and which team wants to take a flyer on a project quarterback, um, that's how uh, people view him. It kind of just sounds like we're you're doing a uh, duplicate of what the Chiefs did with Alex Smith and Pat Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, a different style of offense, but yeah, I agree, and that's why I'm saying like the only thing is Pat Mahomes was a first round pick. Yeah, I don't think Jalen's going first round, and I yeah. think that on the Titans, even if you sign Tannehill, you sign him to three, maybe four year deal, then you really see that you you can see what you have with Hurts, and then if it works out, then you know. 31 right now, he'll 
be 32 by the time the season starts. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he should be. Yeah, he'll be. Yeah, he'll be 32 by the time the season, by the time training camp ends, he'll be 32. You know, I, the more, the more I think about it, I don't think, I don't think that's a bad idea. But I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of teams that, that especially that after the season Lamar Jackson had. Yeah, yeah. I, prepared, yeah, I, I think. But but it's about to be a new generation. Everybody's about yeah. to realize, yo, we need a mobile quarterback. Like just like how everybody in the NFL was feeding for a young head coach, now mm-hmm. everybody's gonna want a mobile quarterback. And I yeah. think you look at teams like the Chargers, teams like the Patriots, teams like even Miami, or like and ten and I said Tannehill, Ryan Fitzpatrick is he he's not known for being a, a super pocket quarterback, but he's mobile enough. You know what I'm saying, and they'll draft, and they'll probably end up drafting somebody that is 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 mobile. Pocket passes is becoming a thing of the past, unless you're looking like Joe Burrow, who is not immobile, but mobile enough. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that's a bad man. Yeah, OD. So that, that I think hurts hurts will go somewhere that to a team that needs a quarterback before I think the the the, the Titans fuck with him. So I don't. I, it's possible though. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a bad prediction, though, John, or whether, or whether they should or not. Yeah. But um, um also, this uh, interesting thing someone asked me um the other day, I forgot where it was, but uh, so I know we've talked about before about like where do you think Brady would go and stuff like that, or if he stays and stuff like that, right? But now I have similar recorded different question. Do you think Belichick decides to resign Brady? Uh, I think no. Belichick's the type to look at him in the face and be like, "You dropped off too much." <laughs> I mean, if there would be anybody, it would be Bill. Yeah. Just I, I I need a second to think about it. Justin, Justin, what do you think? I mean, hasn't Bill wanted Tom out? Like, didn't he want him t- Tom out like a while ago? Didn't he want Jimmy G? He did want Jimmy G. So yeah, I did. Tom got him traded. <laughs> so like I if if Bill says yo I really don't want Tom back I can't see no that's what I'm saying him. do you think he yeah. will that's what I'm asking because I don't I think Bill would look him in his face be like you had a shit season you're too old you're falling off real hard and I have a system so I can just get someone else to game manage mm, I think it's a sense I think it's one of those things where they'll jointly talk about it I, because because brady did say that i don't think i don't think it'll he said be the other day, he was like he's already prepared to see where it takes him so like didn't he yeah and brady said he's he's open to listening to other teams or visiting other teams so that's what i'm mean, saying do you I do think, you think belichick would resign him yeah uh, yeah who says bill i want to come back i think they Man, I don't know. And Robert Kraft yeah. will want him. Back. Yeah, Robert Robert Kraft literally said, "I he I hope he either does comes back or retires." Right. So I don't know. I think he comes back for another year. They'll, you guys know how I feel about the whole if Brady would come back or not. I yeah, stand I on the side. He he, back or not. I stand on the side that he would try and show that he can win elsewhere, um, without Belichick for that reason. Also, another team. I think I said it too, where I was talking about uh the Raiders. I don't know if I said it to you guys earlier, but I was like, I feel like the that that's some place that he would go, just because. But um, yeah, I I don't think I think Bills, you know, Bills about Bills about winning, and he I don't I don't know how much more he sees winning with Tom Brady as opposed to someone else, right? 
Nah, that's a fact. Those um, I, think, I, I, I think at, at, at some point, when you the GOAT, you you going to get signed anywhere you go. Yeah. And I think I, I think the Patriots would, would resign him. Maybe they don't start him. Maybe they get somebody else. You think he would agree to sign with a team and not start? I mean... If he gets benched, he gets benched. Bill, you like the same way you no, said. Bill, I'm saying he would probably have to put that in his contract or agree to it before uh, and be like, "Yo, I'm starting." I mean, well, yeah. If it's if it will be anybody, it will be Brady. But yeah, I don't yeah. think he should start in the league no more. Yeah, you just can't be immobile, and you you like that's really my thing. I just don't think like now you can survive in the league as an immobile quarterback. You have to at least be. I, I'm not saying you have to have like four, 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 five speed, but you gotta have at least like you got you gotta, gotta at least be like four seven, like Jameis Mobile. You gotta be that's the minimum. If I'm setting the bar, the bar is you have to be at least as mobile as Jameis Winston. Bro, what if Jameis goes to the Patriots? <laughs> He'd be nice. What no. you shitting me? <laughs> Bill would turn Jameis out. What are you man? That would be a lit. I would, I would, I would be. Nah, if I would fake be the Patriots. I would be hyped to watch Patriots games. I'll be. That would be late. I would love to see. Well, <laughs> the most electrifying man <laughs> in the NFL sports entertainment. Yo, yeah, yeah I could. I, God, I swear to God, I could. Can you imagine been a Bucks fan. Doing, eating a W next to Belichick at a press conference? Oh man, facts. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> what if? I could, you know what I could see happening? I could see exactly. Mariota being signed to the Patriots as a as a backup, and then somehow working his way into the starting lineup to game manage. Uh, yeah, who knows? But oh, man, so uh, any other NFL? Uh, nah. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Fuck you, fuck All you, right. fuck you, fuck you. Uh, Say no, just kidding. <laughs> Love you, Justin. I think we game got bad man. I think did they win? Yeah. Okay, because I remember last time he dropped like 60 and they lost to the Nets. But uh, we should talk about this whole Richard Sherman, Darrell Rebus beef. I think it's I was going to say that, that was funny. <laughs> Shout out to Sherman. Shout out to Sherman. Yeah. Just, uh, Bet on himself coming back from Achilles as a corner, your most athletic position. Fucking playing great. Man, shout out to Sherman. Happy for him. It's just weird. Like I didn't, I don't understand. Like it's, I mean, I guess I, I, de- I dove more into it because it just felt really random. Mm-hmm. But I guess him and Sherman and Revis have been having beef for like the past like few years. Oh, I, didn't which I didn't really even know about. Like it was just, yeah, it's just weird. I mean, Revis doesn't look good. Like just calling out um, yeah. Sherm like this, especially because I don't think Sherm was ever really a man-to-man corner like that. I think he did really well in the zone coverage that the Seahawks had L-O-B. So I was kind of confused as to what, well, that's what, Sherm, that's, that's what he's been taking a lot of offense to where he's like, people, he's like, yo, people say I can't cover, but I could cover. I just haven't playing zones, but he was like, I can still cover. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, he doesn't that's have how he's to, been. but yeah. it, it's like, he's never had to, but when he needs to, he will. He, yeah. That's how he is. And he's like, people try to say, I can't cover, you know what I mean? And that's where it's like, Reeves like, oh, you're not playing man on man all game, so it doesn't count. But it's like, bro, it's like, uh, it's like, just because I could, it's like, just because I could dunk doesn't mean I should stop shooting threes. You dunk though. It's I mean, it, I honestly, I love it because 
this is not this is not something that I mean the media is gonna make a big deal out of it because they're gonna be like, oh, Richard Sherman and Darrell Reeves was, was was arguing. But if you di- actually dissect the argument, they're talking schemes, bro. People don't understand fucking schemes. You try and explain the zone a fucking cover three deep zone defense to a random person, people are like, what the fuck? I didn't even mm-hmm. know this the 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 difference. It's like same thing with like how when uh Namdi Asuma was on the Raiders, but then he, when he went to the Eagles, he was he was ass. He got it was one of those things is it, it's it's schematics. <laughs> it, it, it's you gotta you gotta set your people up for success. Now I say all that to say both of them are great great corners, but you can't really blame Richard Sherman for being in a scheme where he's told to be playing zone defense, and where Darrell where, where Darrell Rivas was playing man most of the time and was traveling with, you know the the best player the best player on his team. Yeah, but honestly, in my years. Darrell Reeves is the best cover corner that I have ever seen. So it's just like, you know, so that that's just a, a, a Richard Sherman got to take in my opinion. But you know he's not going to because my man's be speaking. So yeah. Shout out to sorry ass receiver like Michael Crabtree. Hello, <laughs> B. Mm-hmm. You know what the only problem is? Is that Revis's prime and his prime, his three years of really prime Revis. There was nobody better. I don't think there ever was anybody better. You could have the debate of Chant of Chant Bailey, but I still think it's Revis. But I mean, I think the only problem is Revis's drop off was so substantial. Yeah, yeah, that, I I agree there. I feel like cornerbacks tend to be like that, but his was wild. It, it was wild, and I think it overshadows just how great of a corner he was because yeah, he, he went really outside. He oh big sad. Oh my, he went outside one for going to the Patriots. And yep. then him on the Chiefs was just abhorrent, like yep. god awful. And you could say you, you could say the knee injury was what changed the, his career, but I mean, Sherm Sherm, Sherm had yeah, like, two ACLs, right? Came back and is still uh, no, he had a, he had an Achilles, Achilles, Achilles. Sorry, uh, yeah, Achilles came back, bet on himself, and he's still playing at a high level. So I mean, yeah, man. I guess what would you rather have the longevity of uh, all pro or the three or four years of just absolute superstar three or four years yeah. no chip nah I'm about to say bro I I need the chip but mm-hmm. I mean I like my chips with the dip yeah that's all I know <laughs> that's all I know <laughs> yeah man I, I don't know man my boy my boy Darrell is nice though I my son used to what I only see him see him get get like uh I said destroyed, but I only seen like one person really fry him, and that was fucking uh DeAndre Hopkins and Justin. You know what I'm you know what I'm talking about. I know you seen that game. And that was after, and that was after, and that was on his decline. That was everything, on the decline. Yeah. Like everything, even the Randy Moss thing was on his decline. Yeah. That was oh, after yeah. that, yeah. that was the second stint with the Jets. That wasn't the first stint with the Jets. Exactly. And people love bringing that up. I'm like, yo, that was not Prime Revis. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Prime Revis. Yeah. Like yeah, he got killed in the uh, what was it? I think it was week seventeen. The Jets were playing the Bills when he was getting torched, but I was on his second stint with the Jets. Like, yeah, yeah and yeah, corners declined fast, man. Him coming into camp that one year, or come uh, when he held out, that yeah. that wasn't a good look. I mean, personality wise, Rebus was. I mean, he's not a good guy. I, I think Jet fans will probably agree. He's not like he was great, but he was just a headache. And you kind of mm. lived with it because he was so great. 
I don't know why this happens with me and my sports franchises, but I mean, it is what it is. He'll go down. He'll be easy. He's a first ballot, no doubt. But what could have been for Rebus? Oh, well. Yeah. Speaking of first ballots, uh, shout out Luke Keekley. Yeah, OD. Um, definitely got to be in the hall for his career. But, you know, it sucks when uh, you get another player, you know, and still in the prime of his career, uh, retiring. But, you know, he made the best decision for him. And it, it, it sucks. Like, uh, we, you know, we had this conversation with Andrew Luck. Uh, retired, so you don't really need to go into it again. But I'll uh, just shout out to him because he was fucking great when what he was in the league for eight years and seven of them he was a pro bowl. Like, come on, I think seven of those years he was yeah. all pro. Oh, which, which which to me is like even more, more means more than the pro bowl. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, fact check that to be sure and taking care of their mental. I think if, if I'm not mistaken, he was five time first team all pro and two times second team all pro. I, that's what I think. I could be yes, wrong. Yes, you are correct. Oh, look at that. Wikipedia be right, be, you know what I'm saying? Just call it. That's my brain right there. Bruh. And he has a defensive player of the year. Yeah, man. That, like, to defensive me. Defensive of the year, defensive player of the year. Bro. To me, that's like easily first ballot. Yeah, he has to be. Wow. Like his... I, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm so sorry, but I'm sitting here watching. Day, I, I really don't want to cut this off, but I'm sitting here watching Damian Lillard go crazy on ESPN right now, and this is wow. This is something to see. I fucking love Dame, bro. I love Dame. Like this is crazy. Like this is a, this, this is the volume shooter shit that I'm talking about. Like the like he was going like he was going r- ridiculous. Volume shooter and making and scoring sixty one are kind of different though. Well, I mean, yeah, but you hold on. Look, I, I need to see this man's stat line for it because I, right I saw now. him hit like I, I had he Bro, had to have hit like he's five. Sixty one on thirty seven shots. 11, all right, here we go. Seventeen of twenty seventeen of thirty seven, eleven of twenty from three. So over fifty percent for three while taking while shooting twenty of them. Yeah. Thirty seven shots is is like wow. But he NBA has the stats to back it up. Bro, though. that's that's I an mean, efficient sixty one, bro. That's forty six. Oh, Forty-six oh, from, from out the you field know, and fifty-five. Oh from three. yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, I'm, I'm fine with that. Like, I'm not mad that he shot yeah. thirty-seven shots. All I'm, all I'm saying is that, like, when there's, when there's a night when he shoots bad, like that's. Oh yeah, you know, you gotta, you, you, you can't, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't be mad. Like, oh my god, he took twenty shots, only hit five. Well, you know, he took 30, 37 and hit seventeen one time. So it's like, you know. I don't bro. This That's man. Ugh. This man is Yo, get well soon, CJ. Please. Because, man, Nurkic. Mel, 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 and Nurkic. Because Dame, Dame can't yeah, do it dolo, bro. He can't. And I need to see y'all niggas in the playoffs. Big facts. Um, all right, I guess that leads us into basketball. Yeah. Until next year when everybody's healthy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because you let Draymond roast you. So light skin Draymond roast a lot of teams. All right, so let's not let's let's not do this. Let's Listen, do this. the reason let's why I'm bringing it this. up is because, like me, we give him a lot of heat. So you gotta you gotta take it when I we give him that heat. Yeah, you gotta I, I take give it. Him credit. I give him credit with credits due. I said he's a better version of Draymond Green, which is not a disrespectful thing at all. If anybody that actually watches the game of basketball knows how good Draymond Green is, thanks. But. I mean, I still hate this thing. So it, it is. <laughs> no, I, got it a good is. One. I got a good one. Um, 
how about instead of light skinned Draymond Green, is he more athletic, Andre Miller? <laughs> Andre hey, Miller man. could shoot though, at least. Could, no, only yeah. at the only at the very oh, end of his at career. The, at the only at the very the, end of his career. At, this, at the super True. end. Hey man, my son Andre Miller top top ten ever in assists. So that was Andre Miller, nice, bro. There though, yeah, he my was. Son, back, yo, ain't up that guard. crazy? My, my man, my man, got is is top ten ever in assists with no all stars, no fucking accolades. Like he's the top ten in assists. He just came in past the ball and just went back down bro, the court. He played defense. like the old head in the gym. His entire Fred? career. He he's Fred. <laughs> he's Fred. He's Fred. No, he is Fred. No, he's Fred. He's Fred. <laughs> with, with, oh with, with, with the mad baggy Michigan shorts, he is Fred. Oh I think that's God. the name of the episode, bro. That's the name of the episode. It's Fred. <laughs> Fred. Oh boy. Yo, and for y'all, yeah, that's a fact. Every, every gym, of people who know who we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, facts. Because everybody, every gym has a Fred. Yeah. And if y'all and if y'all don't. You might be him, that old head who don't uh want to want to run back. He's what, what score? What score? Let's walk. Let's walk down the other side. What score? Yeah. But then, <laughs> but then every pass, every errant pass wasn't his fault. Of course, it's not. your it's your fault because you didn't cut hard enough. Like, wait, what? No, did it? They'd be like, yo, cut, yo, cut, yo, you doing the ball at my ankles? What are you talking about, cut? <laughs> hey, yo, I'm crying, bro. Oh, uh, yeah. Fred was jokes. I like Fred though. Yeah, yeah. Fred, Fred, Fred was a good dude. Though. Yeah, man. All right, but I mean, all right. So back to the point. I mean, yeah, he fried us. I mean, it's all right. He fried a lot of people. What you want me? What you want me to say? I mean, this nigga's this nigga nice. I mean, and it doesn't help that you don't have. He is of a special skill set where he is what six nine, and is fast. Like if you haven't seen Ben Simmons in person. The TV does not do it justice when he's running a fast break because this guy is fast. Oh my gosh. This is like only like, I think this is the Gonzalez? second time I've seen him live in person. Yeah, he's speeding Gonzalez, man. Like he gets from the one free throw line to another it quick. And you know, like Giannis gets there, but it's like, like graceful, like deer strides. Like three steps. Yeah. Yeah. Ben isn't three steps, but. Is Ben he, fast like Russ? It's fast like Russ, yes. Hmm. Just he's just more like input. Oh, and actually, no, he's fast like how LeBron was fast coming down the court. Mm, just freight train, just freight. Yeah, he's a freight train, and that's what he was doing in like the third quarter of the, to, of the game. Just freight train down the lane, or he's and if he's not going to the basket, he's gonna throw it back out to somebody who's gonna shoot the three. And either you stop him at the three point line when he's at full speed or not. And that's the decision you got to make. You got to either live with Ben Simmons or 12 and 12. Five steals, two blocks. If you <laughs> saw the game in which he was playing, everything was easy. 86% from the field. Everything's easy when everything's at the hoop. You know? Yeah, 14, <laughs> 12 of 14, and then he had 10 free throws. He was making his free throws, too. I got to give him, because yeah. I, I know I knock him on his free throws, too. He was making his free throws. So, freaking Al Horford, uh, hate this guy. Um, <laughs> Forkin' Corkmaz. Hate this guy too. Um, <laughs> Wait, why? Because man, it, he just hits annoying threes. Like you know, you know those Bro, guys. He didn't even have a good game. <laughs> exactly, he hits it, annoying it, threes. Like, he had the dagger it, it, in the game. It, we were up. Actually, no, we were down one hundred eight to one ten. Twenty something seconds left. Shot clock's running down. He goes left, 
fading away contested shot three pointer makes it. Sounds he, like he that hits. one nigga at the park that ain't do shit all game. Yes, <laughs> but but's Bro. gonna hit that one joint. You Robert Horry? Yeah, Robert. Yeah, that's a like, fact. <laughs> like he just hits annoying threes. Like that, that's all he's good for, and he's good at what he does. Annoying threes, but he's the annoying three nigga. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean it is what it is. Nets are. Uh, it is. I'm I, I'm I'm dangerously close, guys, to just being the people that are like, all right, whatever. Katie's coming back next year anyway. Like I don't want to I mean, be that person because I like to analyze each game and I like to analyze where the team is. But it just I mean, gets you to guys the are point. Still on the eighth seed. <laughs> but it doesn't matter though. And like, Detroit might play trade away their good players and just go tank. So the AC doesn't really matter. Like this year, I know like they weren't supposed to. Oh, I win know, the but at least you you know you can still be like, hey, at least my team made the playoffs two years in a row. I mean, yeah, more, I mean, it's a disappointment. More, though. More, more victories, man. I, I mean, I guess. So what? Just to get blown out in four by the Bucks, like that. If there was a seven seed, I think they can. The, the Nets could have a six-game series with just about anybody in the East, except the Bucks. Except the Bucks. So if they get the seven seed, I'm like, okay, they could contend. Well, they they're only two contend. games out. I don't like it right now, John. Let me tell you honest. I'm not liking it. I'm not having any fun. I hate it here. Um, and it oh, is what it is. Yo, it all I'm saying is the they don't they're only two games out, and on both teams are like around you. So like Orlando and Detroit, so one above, one below. Those are both teams that might trade away like pieces. So I, I realize this. It's just if I you got a chance to the seventh. Just the losses are annoying. You know, it'd be different if we were losing, if we were playing, like, great competition, like what we're about mm-hmm. to be facing this week, right? The Lakers, the Sixers, the, you know, the Jazz. If we're constantly losing to teams like that, then I'm like, okay, we're not good enough. We're losing to teams we what, should be it? able to beat. And we're blowing it in like the you fourth said, bro, you said, again? You, said, you said, no, 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 he's back. Uh, he missed today's game with the hamstring. Oh, he missed today's game? Oh man, oh man, I gotta hear what my boy Evan Roberts gotta say about that tomorrow on the on the radio. But fucking <laughs> like you said, man, then when he can't do it by himself, my son getting burnt out. He's not a superstar, he's not built yeah, for all of that. He better be in the all-star game. He I should love to see it, bro. Just because he absolutely should. Throw my son a bone, bro. He deserved that shit. Um if Vucevic could make it last year, they should throw throw my son in there for for, for the one time. Vucevic having a monster season, but yeah, I agree. Should be in it. Yeah, it was um, not wrong. But I mean, all season. I mean, I mean, facts. But he made it more so because the Magic were. I mean, I'm not gonna say they're good, but they're a playoff team last year. That's why he made it. It wasn't because he's having a monster season. Because that's it. Because because that's the case. Then Devin. Yeah, Book no, I'm saying he had he had both. He had the best season of his career, and yeah, he brought a team to the playoffs. Yeah, facts. Levine should be making it too. There's a lot of guys that can make it this yeah, year. Yeah, no, I think Levine. But my thing, my my thing about Levine is it's the Devin Booker thing. So I think more yes. so. I think Chicago is the east is the east version of the Suns. Like it's a star that's yep. putting up buckets on a bad you have a star team. putting up buckets, a young center who's like solid, and then they're both bad teams. <laughs> like they're both bad teams that the games can't be competitive because of that one player. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, because dude, but is that not the case of Bradley Beal then too? Or Bradley, the thing is, the Wizards were good, and Bradley Beal's older. So wait, run that back one more time. You said the 
the wizards, wizards were good were good at one point at this year no but i'm saying at one point the wizards were good and isn't bradley beal older than zach uh yeah he's definitely older than zach no but i'm, I'm but i think I was, I was just more supposed so speaking of like like just this year though like you said it was like like zach levine is the devin booker so wouldn't that kind of be the case with bradley beal too just he, I know how good Bradley no. Beal is. He's he's putting because up big numbers on a Bradley Beal's team. More, Bradley Beal's a more solidified player because he was putting up good numbers when the Wizards were good. Oh, I I get that. I'm just talking about like this year alone, not career wise. But Zach JT, I'm comparing them because I'm like the comparison is between Zach Levine and Devin Booker in the this sense that they're both young number. They're both young players putting up big numbers on bad teams, so you don't know exactly how good they are. I should, I, but we even know how good I don't Bradley know how Beale good they are, is. I should reward that though. But we know how good Bradley Beal is. Stop trying to bring in the Wizards. Oh boy. You know the the rules apply for different people though. That's all I can say on that. Because even it's it's, it's like uh the there's certain people that will be except, except for certain rules. I I had to sit th- I had to think about it, but like Melo when he was on the Knicks when the Knicks was terrible, Melo's gonna be an all star regardless. Yeah. Because but I think he was, I, I think, yeah, exactly. Some people eventually just develop that. Bro, Kobe not saying, it every year, even when he had bad years and when the Lakers were shit. As a fact, Kobe even made it in his last season. <laughs> yeah. Kobe made it when he was hurt. Just All like right. Kyrie's going to make it that most of the season. Nah, we can't, we can't bad talk Kobe right now because this is the Kobe episode. Yeah, so exactly. I got to, you know. Oh, wait, yeah, but we yeah. bad talked Revis a little bit and this, he's number 24. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he he's, he's a he's a jet though. He didn't win anything. I can hey. live with I I can live with Jeff Slander. Shout out, shout out, Jeff Gordon, number twenty four. Um, continue with nah, the Ken, Ken, or, or Ken Griffey Jr. I like I like that. I've been saying Cano. Yeah. Oh yeah, Cano. Yeah. It's okay. Drop a hockey one on you guys, but nah. Nah, just keep it away. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get away. So they're also talking about uh Derek Rose getting traded potentially. He's had yeah. nine straight games over twenty points. Uh oh. This has a great he's had a great season. But they saying he might go to Lakers. That would be interesting. Yeah, he's I don't know. I saw a proposed trade that actually didn't look bad. What uh, was the trade? Up. I didn't read the article. It was um it was D Rose and Markeith Morris for Quinn Cook, Kyle Kuzma, and someone else. Ah. I don't have the article right right in front of me, but it was Kyle Kuzma, Quinn Cook, and one other like role, like random scrub player on the team, and like uh, and two second round picks. I'm not crazy about the two second round picks. I think you could just get away with one second. I round mean, pick. I'm looking at the Bleacher Report article right now, and it literally just says Kuzma and Quinn Cook for D Rose. This was a different one, right. but I, I but I hmm. I don't. Lakers could use a Markeith Morris though. They, they could use... also use D Rose. They could. A reliable third. If, if if he becomes a reliable third scorer, but then again, I I hate to be that guy. I really do. Like, but you don't know how long this is gonna last because at any given point, tweak an ankle, he out for the next three weeks. I hate you to I, I hate to say it, bro, but like, mm, he's playing differently now. It, yeah, but it's still like that. Yeah, I see what Miles is saying though, because that's. Kind I of get, like, I get what you're like, saying. It's always a risk, but just from like, but that's a risk you take with anyone. If you're being honest. with uh, Blake. Yeah, but do you, do you want to take that risk with Derrick Rose though? I think giving up Kuzma would be too much taking that risk. I, I personally believe so. Too. I feel like in the but long run, he, a, he'll have more upside, but, but Kuzma for isn't like, even 
the magic or like I'm looking right now that this this article has trade packages for the Lakers, um, the Sixers, the Magic, and the Bulls. So I think just for the Lakers, giving up Kuzma is too much. You can get more value out of Kuzma. Definitely agree there. But for another team, like I don't think it's a bad move. Yeah, I would have to see trade packages depending on where he goes because I don't. I, I feel like the the only way that the 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 Lakers would get D Rose is if they trade Kuzma. And even though he's having a bad, a, like a relatively bad season compared to like last season, but his minutes are also down. Um, yeah. but also his trainer talked about LeBron. So yeah, yeah, right. That's that's another thing. But no, they well, should be smart about it and get the most value if they are going to move Kuzma, which I'm not really a fan of. Um, right. They should get the most value they can out of. Also, no, this no. Uh, this was this is random, but not totally random because we're talking about trade stuff. A while ago, we were talking about where uh, Marcus Morris should go. A team we didn't mention that I saw in a trade package for him a couple weeks ago was uh, the Heat, and that Ooh. would be super tough. And they were like, it's a veteran scorer to add to the second unit. And since the team is so young, you're bringing in that veteran who has playoff experience. So right. I'm with the shits on that. I'm all in on that. You giving up? I don't. Scrubs. I don't fucking know. Hey, man. Next tape. We won today. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Clank <Yeah>. Nidal Aquina. <laughs> Yo. That is funny as shit. Wally, Wally was on I, some. Yo. Well, I had to give it to Wally. Like... That was like I didn't want to come off as like one of those like just laughing because like I guess a celebrity made a joke, but that was general. Like if somebody said it in a yeah, barbershop, no, I would have I would have bust over laughing. That's so funny. Yeah, that's great. All right, I'm looking um, at the Heat's roster. All right, I'm thinking maybe all right, James Johnson. Ke- well, they already they have too much money in Kelly Olynyk to give him up. Um, James Johnson. Is really the only one I can really think of. Dion Waiters calling it right now. Dion Waiters is part of the deal. Dion Waiters in New York, bro. Dion Waiters in New York would be the most. I'm with it. Nick Thing of all time. <laughs> and watch in his debut, he would drop like 29 points, bro. In his debut, he dropped 40. <laughs> Jacking it. <laughs> Well, like that's, like, that, that's <laughs> like when we got washed up T Mac and, and, he, and he, up. he cooked and, and then he got he, hurt. He, he, yeah, that ass, bro. Oh my god, we that's really got like twenty five that game. Yeah, he did after not doing shit all season, and we won that joint. That's crazy. Oh, right. Yo, shout out my son Brandon Ingram for averaging career highs and and for in, in New Orleans right now, man. My son Bi is tough. And shout out to Zion man. Williamson for not being able to stay awake while watching a game courtside. That's a fact. Imagine that rich people problems. Well, I mean, my, speaking of Zion, though, he's coming back on Wednesday. Jim, he'll have already played by the time that uh, this podcast is dropped. I mean, you so, said that last time, and that didn't happen. No, no, no. He's dead ass coming back on Wednesday. They, I know. I'm watching ESPN yeah. right now, and they said, "Look, look, yo, and this is why I hate ESPN. They literally just have it in the bottom right corner. It's been sitting there bothering me for the past hour. Zion's <laughs> debut. Spurs at Pelicans Wednesday, 9:30 Eastern time." Yes, um, yeah, but uh, I I saw an article too, or like just a headline or something. I was talking about that the the Pelicans are starting to peak right as he's coming back, so it's either gonna go great or horribly wrong. 
Um, and we'll see if uh, Zion's knees can handle his explosive ass and extra large body because that is an offensive lineman's frame. I wouldn't even say the extra large. I would say he's like a triple X. It's a big boy. That's what I'm saying. He's he's an extra large shirt on a skinny dude in the south. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's Zion oh, that Williams. Gumbo. Oh, yo, did y'all see the thing where it said that he gained eight pounds of muscle during a week? Because yeah, of he's uh, a freak. Yo, did, did y'all buying that, bro? That's kind of crazy if that's true, bro. Buy Honestly, it. I don't think I literally think it's just a normal weight fluctuation. Like, yeah. you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah his weight is kill chains. For y'all who <laughs> don't know, your weight on the, the average will fluctuate between like two and 10 to some people, it's up to 15 pounds. So, right. but anyway, yeah, um, I mean, it'll be cool. I, originally, I said that I had the the Pelicans making the playoffs as a late seed just because the way the roster was set up and I thought that they could do it. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. And also shout out to JJ Reddick for talking about how players uh uh care more about their fit, their pregame fit than winning games. Let's talk about it. Mm. Well I we mean, don't actually have to talk about it, but I yeah, mean, there's not much to talk about, but I mean I, I don't think he's wrong. Really not much to talk about because it's JJ Reddick. That's why. Yeah. That's it. That's the only reason why. Because if a certain other person or people would say it, then it's a problem. But that's just how the media works. Nah, man. Well, yeah, you're right. They racist. That's what they are. Why do you think? Why do you think Julian Edelman's uh, arrest last weekend got swept under the rug in 24 hours? Yeah. Because we live in MAGA country. MAGA Bosa. Man was out here jumping on and and vandalizing cars. That art. That headline ran for about. 14 hours and you didn't hear a peep out afterwards. Robert but, who Kraft, have, but who got in trouble uh, later that uh who got in trouble recently? Odell. Odell, right? With the yeah, with the with the Superdome, <laughs> the slap of the, the security guard. Yeah. All you heard for a whole week was, oh, look at Odell, blah 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 blah. blah they blah, also blah. uh it was also an assault charge. <laughs> there was like there was that, a, that ended up getting dropped. Yeah, he did drop it. But I'm yeah, just no, saying, I agree bro, with you. I agree you, with you. you you can't go around slapping police officers. But I know we talked about this last week. But come on, Odell, the man. booty is mine. Come it's on, man. Me. You seen the video? I cannot have my booty. There's been a new oh, video man. of Odell wilding like every day that pops up. Him with the megaphone with the band. Him trying to back down. Uh, who was it? Carl Malone. Yeah, uh, well, I didn't see that. Mad. That sounds hilarious. They, yo, it sounds uh, hilarious. It's like a bro. An, he's uh, living uh, his best life right now. I mean, yeah, he's but like, nice. damn, my man's was so got to cut it down a little bit. Man, having a good was well, it's not, you gotta, he's got to get it all out now. It's not like he's partying in Cleveland. <laughs> I mean, he can still go other places to party. That's why he's so, doing it. Now. I mean, he was in his home in his home state partying. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. Neither. Hold on, Cleveland might have some good strip clubs though. What do you they guys don't, remember? The, bro, I listen to road tripping. They talk about it all the time. That like J.R. Smith was like, I'm glad I'm in Cleveland, bro, because I can't be distracted. Do you guys remember that uh report that came out where somebody was tracking the strip clubs James and Harden? The to James yeah. Harden? Oh, I really <laughs> wish I could see that thing again. That'd be that show was hilarious. <laughs> it was every it was cities that have good strip clubs. He has to play worse. And what was the strip? Wait, what was the city? It was some random. Oh, it was Utah. Yeah, it oh, was man. Utah. <laughs> like he the plays big the bitches, worst. The big white bitches. Shout out to I'm my son Mambo, who only said how you thought was like. Surprised it wasn't uh, San Antonio, as uh, oh. <laughs> Charles Barkley says. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Oh, oh man. That's oh, jokes. Man. Charles Barkley talking about San Antonio women is legendary. jokes. Charles Barkley talking about anything is jokes, but that shit, legendary. And he be trying to have Shaq co-sign to get Shaq <laughs> in trouble. It's like, Shaq, you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, he always be asking Shaq. He never be asking Kenny. Kenny of course not. Or, or, or Ernie. Ernie just Kenny was never a star. Yeah, facts. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, like Kenny got a ring though. He got two. <laughs> he do two of them. Now nah, you know it was really jokes. Um, when they asked uh Zoe about uh, they were like, "Is it true that uh, I think Bomani?" He was like, "Is it true that Matumbo used to walk out and be like, who wants to sex Matumbo?'" And that's how he'd walk in the clubs. <laughs> and then they were like, "Yo, we heard this rumor," and like you see him paying attention. He's like, "Okay, okay," and then he says it. And like, yo, he just starts dying. And he's like, he's like, nah, man. He's like, I can't confirm or deny. And he said something else after. But bro, that shit was hilarious. Cause I'm oh just picturing goodness. that shit. Imagine in the nineties, bro. Matumbo walking into a club. Nineties uh, NBA has got to be one of the wildest. <laughs> I think nineties NBA and seventies NBA have to be some of the oh, wildest man. times. Well, in the eighties, everyone was doing coke. Right. <laughs> and then you got and then you got my son, uh, Basically, the like, NBA up until the 2000s, like the 2010s. I was going to say, thank God, for, uh, thank God for, uh, you know, the, the late, great David Stern. Thank God for him, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. who knows what would be happening right now. <laughs> In today's NBA. Wow. That's a, that's a fact. Shout out my man, Will Chamberlain, for having 10,000 bodies. Facts. Yo, what was it? Oh, my God. What are, that's a lot, It was though, something. Like, how do you even get like, ten thousand bodies? It was something where they were like, uh, <laughs> they were like, oh, they only. It was like the white people killed them because they wanted to be Steve McQueen's record or something like that. <laughs> I got where, but also I think it was in Living Color did a skit like that. It was, either, it was something where they were um, it was people and it was like it looked like a monument, like a fallen soldier monument, whatever. And they go, right, these are the people who had sex with Will Chamberlain. And it was like, mom, that's your name. Just, I'm just. I don't know. It's hard for me to grasp 10,000 because, like, I feel like I haven't even beat my meat 10,000 times <laughs> in my lifetime. Then again, I'm only 24, so I've only really been doing it for, like, 12 years, so. <laughs> we we could take this out. The Don't worry. This is coming out. This is coming. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, this is not. to John, you're no. the feds. John's the feds. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> John is the feds. Oh no! Oh my God! John, John, John just made me the feds. <laughs> JT, out of all the things that have been said on this podcast, I don't think that was the wildest one. But it, it wasn't. But like, I don't need people to know I've been beating it for twelve years and I haven't gotten to ten thousand yet. They might think I'm soft. Oh man! <laughs> you see what Never I did soft. there? <laughs> <laughs> I know one of y'all. I know I don't know who said it, but I know one hey, of Barbara. y'all. Just, oh man, Triple B. Hey Wait, man, no, I was fin- finish what you were saying. Nah, I just nah. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to know what you were gonna say that one of us said. Nah, I don't want to hear. It. I don't. Nah, I don't hear. It. Nope. No, seriously, what, what were you gonna say, bro? I forgot. All I know is I got I got distracted. Because I came across something on YouTube and I'm looking at the subtitles for it right now, and this is, is making me laugh. It's it's Booger McFarlane worst calls for three minutes in the intro. I love it because Mike Francesa used to go on for days and talk about how much 
he hated Booger McFarlane on Monday Night Football. Oh. <laughs> and, he's just, and he's just saying that, yo, Booger used to just be saying anything. And it's just him saying bullshit for three minutes. Bro, Booger McFarlane. <laughs> it's like it's Booger. What happened? His name is Booger. So, like, yeah. Yo, it's just like he doesn't understand that you don't need to keep talking all the time. <laughs> like, literally, it'll just be like, all right, like just a normal ass play. Normal ass, all right, let's just run like a counter or something. And he'll be like, well, you see, when you run the counter, you just, and it's like, bro, you don't need to try and explain everything all the time. Crazy. Uh-huh. Is Booger Black Mike Francesa? Nah. Don't have disrespect to go like that. Yeah. Wait, I thought he retired again. Bro, for, so this is what happened basically. He retired, but now he but now but now he has like a little 30 minute show, like, but it's not drive time anymore. So he retired from the drive time joint, but he gave us like a little 30 minute joint, which is basically as long as enough for him to do a monologue, and that's basically it. So he's retired, but he's like fake retired right now. I don't know, bro. He's like uh he's like Vince Carter, basically. He's been doing this shit so long. Now, now he's just getting limited minutes. He's there, he's <laughs> he's 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 there just for shits and giggles. Oh man. All right. Um I don't know if we have anything else on basketball. The only thing I could think is uh I was uh we talked about it a little bit before the podcast, but uh I was right in my top four in the West currently. Yeah. Um, it's uh, Lakers, it's Lakers, and then the Nuggets, the Clippers, and the Jazz all tied for a second, which is uh pretty cool, man. Standings looking dope, and then we have Dallas in fifth. You know the vibes. My yes. son Luca back is cooking once again. Yeah, did Brazingis come back yet? Or ah, uh, he should be this week. Should be this week. All right, word. Cause I know he missed mad games with that fucked up ass knee. He got. it was his knee, and then he was sick. So when he was yeah. supposed to come back, they were like, "Yeah, now he has like the flu." Ugh, flu sucks. Yeah, bro. But um, I mean, dude, Luca balled out, been cooking. Yeah, OD regular Luca shit though. Like he's 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 nice. They are playing uh tonight. Uh, when y'all listening to this, well, when the episode drops, uh, they're playing the Blazers on TNT. So uh, that'll probably be a fun game. And then on Saturday, they're playing the Jazz, which would be another good one. But it's a 5 o'clock game, so if y'all might be watching streams like me. But uh, anyway, do we have any other NBA news? Uh, not anything in particular that I can think of. Yeah. Shout out to the Heat for claiming second place. Yes, sir. Um, I did call Eric Spalesha coach of the year. So yeah, I'm if that ends him. up happening. All right. Yeah. Anything else, guys? Um. That's about all I got. Damn, LeBron. Yo, first off, yo, they got LeBron James' son. Like, uh, his his uh his highlights. Well, not well, not highlights on ESPN right now. And my man, (laughs) they just showed his stat line. Nigga says zero points, one rebound in thirteen minutes. It's fucked up, man. No, man. I need to give my son some slack. Like he's not a freshman going to one of the top in the country. <laughs> but um, anyway, JT, are, are you alive? Did you just did you just go on the quest for ten thousand? Uh, quest for uh, yeah, it was uh, yeah, we got two in, so <laughs> we're up to uh, let me check. 
the notes here. We're up to 7,622. All right, look at that. Making headway, making headway. Um, well, yeah, I got headway. Wait, wait, wait. Headway? 20, 22 <laughs> before or, or 20, 22 before, so plus 224 or 22 as in like you was at 720 before? Uh, 22 before, so now we're at 24. Wow, that's a good number. Kobe doing work. And it lines up. On right. shirt. So, yeah, you, already know. you already know the vibes. That's right. All right. All right. Well, anyway, uh, let's uh, let's get into anime book club then. Yeah. Hey, uh, Speaking of uh, penises. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um. Wow. Oh man. Wow. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Gay. He's gay. <laughs> Listen, that's the vibes I've been getting from Berserk a little bit. Wow. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. OD. Oh, off rip, bro. What? Yeah. You ain't see? Yeah. You, you, ain't, you, mean? you ain't see guts and, fuck, and, and fucking Griffith throwing water at each other, getting yeah, each other's water, water have a water fight. Freaky and nobody else was hoping that, la- that, that the shit would last a little bit longer. See, this is yeah. what I'm talking about. See, it's, oh like, if animators are going to do this, we got to do it right. I mean, like, so we're going to, like, we're going to let Conan. JT is an equal opportunity massage, massages, so it's okay. I have to oh say, goodness. you know, if they're going to show titties, you got to show some dick, too. I said, it is what it is. We're equality out here. Nah, Anyways. I, I got so I got I got so nervous because there was a scene where like it was about to be shown, but then what ended up happening was that it was just mad dark. I was like, oh, thank goodness, because I was not trying to see that shit. Some uh, old school hentai, hentai. Lord Jesus, to say, man, get the saxophone playing. Uh, you know, Miles Matthews playing the saxophone. So it was actually Wait. Miles playing oh, the saxophone in the corner. Do you know what's actually mad funny about that? Is the first note I have for episode four is, and I quote, niggas having a shower fight. Ayo. Niggas having a shower fight. Ayo. Oh, man. It was mad funny. Like, he's just having this, like, Guts is having this, like, kind of deep conversation with one of the, you know, and the Scout thing is, members. if they just took, if they just like had a normal shower, it would have been normal Japanese shit, like public baths. Like it would have been normal Japanese shit if he was just like, all right, it makes sense to like, you, we were out drinking last night. Let me like take a shower and be refreshed. And then it just turned into a water fight. <laughs> Ooh, you splashed me. <laughs> right. right. Well, I'm anyway, like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, what is the, what is the point of this scene? But then I realized like, between the next two episodes, it just gave us backstory. Yeah. All right. So and let I'll... me actually get into introing anime book club. Oh yeah, that sounds. <laughs> yeah. Good. I'll, I'll let you welcome. So if you guys haven't figured it out, or watching, um, or if you guys uh, haven't been paying attention, if you're watching uh the original Berserk, um, so that 1997 one, um, and for this week, we uh we watched episodes uh four, five, and six. So um yeah that that was i don't even what the hell was the rest of episode four at this point it was the water fight uh the necklace creepy necklace uh time jump the egg of the time jump. yeah the egg of the king and um now with that time jump was actually where they finally established some setting in the show so um yeah it's just basically homie just working as a mercenary and 
trying to get used to this group. And we do get some backstory on Guts in that episode, though. So we see what happened when he was a kid, which was pretty interesting. Because uh, um, basically, it shows that, that when he had that flashback before, where it's like the dude who raised him got and like pretty badly hurt in a fight and started and kind of just went crazy and tried to kill guts one night and um guts ended up killing him in self-defense and then the whole camp turned around and was just like oh my god you're a murderer and he ran away and ever since then he was on his own it was just fighting to survive even when he didn't have the will to live so um also apparently he was um found born of a dead body so it's like i guess his mother died when she was pregnant and he was still birthed and uh yeah that's supposed to be bad luck so the guy who raised him as a wife found him and she died and he kind of flipped out with the injury and whatnot and it's like you killed my wife and all that stuff but um yeah so that might be a continuing theme going forward um this whole bad luck thing with him um and then also i think i thought it was funny how um when uh griffin picks him up after a fight and she's like oh you have the devil's luck um but yeah so we do that we get that time skip so we get three years ahead uh he's now fully in the group and whatnot and has proven himself and you know the setting it's basically these two countries that have been at war for about 100 years so um you know it's palestine it's lit and the next episode the well no the time jump does it happen at the end of episode four i'm pretty sure it does right i think it does yeah, so then we skip ahead three years. Guts gets a lot stronger, noticeably, and uh, Griffith's hair gets a lot longer. And basically, long story short, they about to, you know, doing typical mercenary shit, you know, rolling up in places. They about to attack. They got knighted patient. this episode, right? Oh, yeah. That's a fact. That's what Griffith got knighted. No, Griffith got knighted. And off rip, yo, bro, Casca is a hating ass bitch. Let me tell y'all why Casca is a hating ass bitch. She hates right, ass bitch. Hear this. Because, bro, like, my man, my, my man's be out here saving everybody, killing niggas, doing what he got to do. And she's like, nah, nigga, you reckless. Fuck you. It's basically mm-hmm. kind of what we were talking about with James Harden. My man be going. <laughs> my, 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 <laughs> what? Oh, wow. Because, not see that comparison. My, because my man took 30 shots and hit 20. And she basically was, and she basically was like, oh, you took too many shots. So I'm mad at you, even though you hit 20 shots. So um, yeah, that's not. The I don't same. know. I think nah. she's just mad because like, I don't think we're complaining him. about James he's Harden. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm. I'm not talking about y'all specifically. I'm just saying in general. You, it's like you telling a cat to be a mouse. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. You uh, got. You got to let a kitten be a kitten, man. You got your old head hat on right now. That's a you, fact. You feel me? I'm I'm hitting y'all with some metaphors. And if Miles y'all don't know, currently wearing what? a linen suit while he's recording. Yep. <laughs> he also has a, um, a, a black diamond hoop earring in. With a, with a black Kangol. No. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing this right now, and I'm 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 having nightmares. This is crazy. That's a fact. I look oh. like somebody out of a '90s sitcom. But anyhow, I get what you. I, I get what you're saying, Miles. I think it's just, I think with Casca, it's just more recent since it's like military stuff. Like they know how good of a fighter Gus is. It's just like when you have like formations and stuff like that, that it's imperative that like everybody is in the so right the same spot. Page. 
Yeah. Like yeah. him going, being a wild card kind of puts other people at risk. And even though it works out in the end, it just like, you kind of don't know for a little bit, which is like uneasy and you don't want to be yeah. uneasy at war. I'm, I'm on the same page with JT. And also to that effect, it's like when you have a really strong fighter, do something wild or reckless. If they get ganged up on taken out, then now your side is losing one of your best fighters. So that, that that's another thing. That's like, a, to me, it's like easiest to relate it to Overwatch. But you notice how when Casca went to Griffin about it, he was like, well, I mean, yeah, of course he's going to do his reckless stuff. I planned for that. I built the battle uh, plan around him. <laughs> I, I don't think she told team. I don't think she told, um, he told her that. He told he him didn't. that. He told, yeah. yeah. All right. Casca's hating, but Casca, this is my uh, unadulterated opinion on the show. I think Casca is going to get her uh, tanned cheeks blown to smithereens at some point. By guts, guts will be in the guts. Guts will be in the guts. Nice. I, it just—I don't know. It's just that's just that's kind of what it's shaping up. We've seen this in other movies. Yeah, before, I mean, like, I said that too. Girl that doesn't like that. Oh, this guy's such a jerk. He's an asshole. Like I, I would never do any of this. And then watch. There's gonna be one episode and a few episodes probably where maybe guts saves her or they have some deep conversation or whatever. And Griffith then, dies. And they become closer. They become closer, and then boom, we're panning out. It's dark, and all of a sudden, all you're hearing is, "Oh, yes, nasty. That's nasty." <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever heard cheeks being slagged like that in, in in hente. And now we you think, "Wow, but yeah." I'm gonna make the sound effects, but I ain't. I thought you were gonna say last it. night. <sighs> anyway, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah what else happened that episode um oh this is when they uh when it invaded that military camp and basically yeah with the the explosion and shit yeah yeah also also mega mean shit but yeah basically they they went in there you know they was they they was up in that joint and then you know Uh, my 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 um my guy guts was being a loose cannon who didn't play by the rules and he (laughs) and he saw and he saw and he saw that 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 joint again again lit up. He was like, "Yo, we got a dip." And then Casca hating ass was like, "Nah, see you doing like, it Yo, again. Fight Stop. being reckless." Yeah, why exactly? Guts did the one thing that super rare, super super rare. He got a woman to apologize out loud. Yo, that was fire. When she apologized out loud, and and, and Griff, Griffith saw it. And she was that's walking like, away in such, in such shame. That shit not gonna yeah. happen now. That's a fact. That shit unrealistic. That shit basically shit. It's <laughs> a myth. That is, yeah, that's a myth. That's the real porn. Yeah. But yeah, it was dope. And then um, um before we get into the last one, um yeah. just get a little back to to lead up something happens in the last episode. But um in that first episode, when I, when I just briefly mentioned about Griffith's necklace, you find out it's called uh, the Egg of the King. And basically, it's like, oh, um, the person who has it can like basically get whatever they want, but it's an exchange for like their flesh and blood or something like that. And he was like, I don't know what any of that means, but of course, still gave it to me. And um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing, and it looks like it's alive. And that just stared at Guts when he held it. But um, all right, JT, you can do the last episode. It kind of gets crazy. So they going into the battle, bing bang. You know how we do it. Uh going into the opposing team's uh home. About to be a quick 30 piece. And then whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on here? They got a ringer. 
they got their own Kelly Lee. Turns out it's uh, <laughs> some crazy guy named Zod the Immortal, uh, who's just some mythological, not even mythological, just some dude that just lives almost forever. Been like living no, for like the past. Is, like, bro, people worship him as a god of the mercenaries. He's lived for the past hundred years, just chilling, doing, going battle to battle. And Guts is like, yo, I sent 50 men in there. They ain't come out yet. I'm going in. Nah, F y'all. I'm going in. No, Guts, don't do it. Nah, screw it. Put the team on my back, though. He goes in there. Bruh, man is out here fighting a demon. And then the demon transforms. And he was like, you gave my respect. He was like, I gotta turn up. Final form. I'm like, yo, 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 yo. Griffith is like, yo, I gotta go in there. My man's just up in there. I'll save you, Guts. <laughs> man, that was a good. It was a good episode. I will say it was. Uh, uh, my man said, "My man, my man said, Nosferatu." Oh, my, when, <laughs> I, when I saw that name, Fresco Street, my first thought was that. <laughs> and then when I saw him in in the cave, I you really just wanted to flick the to just <laughs> Nosferatu. Right. Oh, that shit was wow. so that shit was so funny. I was like, wow, look at SpongeBob coming up, coming coming up, man. Yeah, but um so basically everywhere. But yeah, I'm done. Uh, that was All that right. was the crux of what I had to say. All right. So yeah, so they end up fighting the thing. Um they're they're getting worked up, and then Griffin comes in, tries to save him, like you said. Here they end up fighting him together. They cut off one of his arms, and he's like, Oh shit, I found two humans that can actually hurt me. Crazy. I gotta kill you though. And then he saw Griffith's necklace and goes, Whoa, that's the egg of the king. And then he said some some extra ass name, the full name of it, which I don't remember. But um he he's like, All right, I gotta go. He was like he was like, Where he's like, I I'm sorry I can't finish our fight where I was working you. Hopefully we get to fight again, but probably not. And then he said, Foreshadowing. He goes, yeah, if you stay by this man when he loses his ambition, you will die. And my son Guts is like, what, is, what does that huh? even mean, Kobe Bryant? Help. And yes. yeah, I, like I mean, that was that was basically the end of the episode. Um, pretty well. Oh, and then the very end of the episode was when the, everyone comes in to be like, yo, what's going on? And like, check up on him. And then Griffith is just unconscious. He got the least amount of damage. He just got knocked unconscious. Like, my son Guts almost got torn apart. And, um, Casca is flipping out, and then she's he's like, "Don't touch him! It's your fault. He almost died." And then Salty then, ass, as per usual, though. I'm not surprised. All right. So, um, how do you guys? What are your thoughts on these three episodes? How, how do you guys feel? What do you guys think? Hustine. Um, I mean, the backstory is kind of sad, but you kind of knew he was gonna have a sad backstory anyway, because that's just yeah, how these so. things go. Um, yes, dude. Yeah, so, he's too strong to have a good life. Yes, I think it was interesting how, like, with the and also that I don't, I don't know if you guys mentioned it earlier, but the the knighthood of Griffin, Griffin, mm-hmm. um, and how like the the Hawks kind of went from being this like oh just ragtag band of mercenaries to like yo these guys are legit like their name strikes fear into you know the basically they started off as a um a Cinderella team. And then the next year they came back ranked. Basically, everybody hit the gym. Everybody got some extra shots up in the lab. Did you see my son Guts go from uh, Giannis in 2015 to Giannis in 2018? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah man. bro. That's why that that's why I said he 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 got strong. Yeah, man. Yeah, boy. Yeah, facts. And then Griffith's hair just got longer. He looks exactly the same. That's the right. <laughs> Pretty boy ass. Yeah. He'll fuck you up though. Uh, you know who I'm looking out for though? The Corcus, man. That hating ass. You talking about hating ass niggas. Hater, bro. Oh my gosh. Corcus is the hate. biggest hater of them all. Haters never die. Hate, He's still hate, mad, hate, hate, hate. even though it was his idea to try and jump. Jump him in the first place. The fag. Everybody was like, mad. Nah, don't he was like, he was like, you go first. I'll back you up. Yeah, you go first. Food. He just, he just annoying, man. He, he be getting on Casca's nerves. He be getting on Guts' nerves. He be getting on little kids' nerves. He just be getting on everybody's nerves. Yeah, fuck Corcus. But um, Corcus need to go. Cor- I feel like Corcus gonna betray, gonna betray them at some point. Do some wild. I don't. Dreams. I think it would only happen if you know he's a uh, if Griffith dies or something. I just think everyone's supremely loyal to Griffith, and um, that's another one of the things on this thing episodes as we hear Griffith talk about his uh his main goal, and he was like, "Yo, I want to have an empire." Like he, um, that thing they say in the beginning, they talk about what is fate, like in the beginning of each episode, and they're like, "Is it just this thing run by God, or like what is it?" And then when you hear Griffith after they had the play fight in the shower. Um, he's like, yo, like I'm gonna, my, he's like, I don't know how I really truly like, you know, there's certain people destined for greater things. And I think I'm going to have my own nation. So he was like, yeah, you can't die yet. Like I'm gonna choose a spot for when it's okay for you to die. I'm going to let you know when it's okay to die. Yeah. And, um, I think it's cool. He's a charismatic leader and he's earned that everyone's loyalty. Like even when he was trying to save, uh, guts and he jumped in to go get him and he told everyone he was like yo just run away and they all just went in right after him and got worked but um yeah i mean i still don't know what to think about this show yet like i'm not fully sold on it so far i think it's entertaining it's still starting off slow but obviously with the last episode you know the plot is thickening which is good so um we got a bunch of you know we got a decent amount of episodes to go through but uh i don't know man i'm just i'm curious i'm still still not all in but I'm enjoying it so far. I just need more. I just need more development. Because right now, now it's establishing that backstory, which is cool. Yeah. But it's doing a lot. It's doing a lot of flashbacks. Yeah, and it's also just slow paced right now. Yeah, facts. All right, how about you, Miles? What What you thinking? Um, it's uh, man, watching old anime is like it's it, it it's just interesting because I think it just takes a long time to develop. Especially mm-hmm. with like, um, I'm just trying to think of like older animes. Like, it just it just takes a a while for the for the setting to be established because we don't really know like what's going on or what the what the plot is or like what is actually trying to happen. It's like, all right, we're mercenaries and we're just taking shit over. All right, like, mm-hmm. you know, when is, when are we gonna get to the point? When are we gonna get to like the 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 main the main problem now it's just we we just seeing him just take shit over just killing people mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's like just comparing it to other things that we've gone over so far i feel like by this point it was like we were seeing um rimuru and uh and um and and slime basically trying to you know establish his um let's call it his township at this time at this, at this point and we were getting like context about other things by this point in slime um but yeah i mean we got time we got we got like 20 yeah there's definitely a lot more more. i mean i don't even know if like what do you like i guess now is one of the times you could ask what do you guys think is gonna happen 
in those uh, next couple episodes just because the way it ends and it ends on like you know basically the entire dynamic of the whole group right now could change right. uh, based on the events that just happened so uh what, what do you guys think might might be happening well me 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 personally like i'm seeing another time jump happen and we're gonna go like farther into the future to figure out like what um i'll put it to i i guess see just where things go is the best way that i can put it so i just think it's gonna be another time jump to see like what ends up happening with um guts and his relationship with griffith but maybe not because it's like maybe they want to keep that to um you know we got to get to the point at some point at some point guts is going to achieve what he's been trying to do and then you know guts is either going to be with it or he's not you think so i think so i feel like griffin's going to die before that happens and i feel like my son guts is going to be lost again which is going to be sad that's that's what i think is going to happen um also like i i don't know if it's going to happen that immediately like in the immediate future i think that um like i said i think the whole dynamic of the group's going to change and i think that uh Casca's gonna hold on to her disdain for Guts right now. Mm. I feel like either until Guts goes out of his way to save Griffith or just something, but I think that um, yeah, she's gonna be a female about it. Um, and and yeah, I'm just really, I really just want to know more about this uh, this Egg of the King shit. That's what I really want to know because yeah, when it was like, described. What, yeah. When Griffith described it, where he was like, oh, you know, it'll let you achieve whatever you want at the cost of your flesh and blood, it made me think about that, like, curse mark shit that Guts had in the first episode. Yep. So that's why I'm... And also, it reacted to when he was holding it. And it seems like it's never reacted to Griffith having it. So I'm like, maybe, you know, somehow, maybe that's the source of that mark, or just what is the significance? Why is that, like, demon? You know, all that stuff. Like right. reacting to it, so th- that's what I'm looking forward to and hoping that that'll happen sooner rather than later. But most likely, that'll take a while to develop. Uh, what about you, Justin? I'm kind of the same way with you, John. Um, I, I did think I did find it interesting how, like, uh, when he did see the uh, bag of the king, that it did, you know, kind of react to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, I'm just trying to, like, I think. This whole time, I'm just trying to figure out, like, the first episode, we saw where he was, I guess, at the present. And this whole, every episode after that, this that has just been, like, the past leading up to that. And we see, like, just how, you know, wild and crazy this man looked. And he got, I'm trying to find out when he gets his uh, crossbow launcher, to be honest. (laughs) When he loses his arm. They be be, um, hinting hinting at it for real, for real, because... Yeah, so it, because like you can see, like whenever they shoot the crossbows at people, I'm thinking I'm like, ah, it has to be coming soon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, we have to see a point where he loses both arms. Well, oh <laughs> like, yeah, that too. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like that's a foreshadowing that it's coming though. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's just a, the place can go a lot of things. I feel like this is gonna be a really sad. Like I know it's supposed to be a darker anime, but like I feel like it's gonna be like everyone gets massacred except him. You know everybody, what I mean? Everybody die. I'm yeah. calling it right now. Love interest, Casca. They're gonna have a deep bond, and then some wild shit's gonna happen to Casca. That's gonna He's send gonna him into die a tizzy. In yup, it's gonna be something wild. Like they just gotta get out of battle too, and then it's like, oh yeah, we did it, and then boom, 
sword Arrow, in the back. back. Yeah. And he's like, no, Casca. I don't want to see that shit. Oh, no. And he just starts wilding out. My black queen. No. Then he just starts wilding and takes out like an entire village. And then it's just like at a mountain. And then, yeah. (laughs) At a mountain? He's just at a mountain. I don't even know. He's not at the mountain peak. Not the bottom. He's just at a mountain. Just reflecting. Just reflecting on dig. I really asked a whole village. And my girl is dead. And there's still monsters out here. And I have this talisman egg of the beast thing. Egg of the king. Wow. <laughs> wow card. I could definitely see that happening. A talisman. Wow. <laughs> um, so I guess with that, just uh, for next week, keep watching along with us. Like uh, we said before, this has been uh, new to us. Um, none of us have seen it. So this has been uh, cool, to, cool to do so far. But um, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. So uh episodes seven, eight, and nine for next week. And uh sounds good. Yeah, I hope you guys are enjoying it. But uh on that note, you know, um yeah, it's been uh episode twenty-four. Follow us uh at Saratobi Sports everywhere. Um you already know we're streaming everywhere. Tell your friends, tell your mom, listen to us on Anchor Moot, do all the things, and um just remember uh be a different animal, but the same beast. What the fuck does that mean, Jonathan Mutu? You're welcome. (laughs) If you know, you know. Big facts. Episode 24, baby. Love is love. Y'all know my vibe, man. He he did not come back to social media. He just uh just gave us a teaser. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I had to let y'all know I I still exist in this shit. Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, Jesus. <laughs> well, you guys know uh you guys know what the deal is. Uh tip your local bartenders. Uh follow me, J underscore Thomas underscore twenty four. Um yep. Just uh think about others. You know what? How you would feel if you were in their shoes. And also I don't think anybody's ever going to get to 10,000 bodies. I think it's a lie uh, <laughs> perpetuated by the government. And that's all I'm going to say on that. <laughs> all right. Talk to y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs>